Part of the set, please. I'm talented. Don't forget, I'm Drew Lane. Okay. Is JFK still dead? Oh, pardon me, we're shooting something. Hello, I'm Drew Lane talking to this fake bike to tell you how dangerous bullshit news is for your health. Listen to Charlie LaDuff, but no bullshit news out. Ow. Like, go ahead, do that again. I'll beat it. That's what I'm taking my glasses off like. That is a lot of drill. This is just it, breaking news. No more bullshit. No more bullshit. No bullshit. Right on, no bullshit. Na 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 na. No bullshit! <laughs> no bullshit. You know you got a cough button? I do now. Where is it? Right there, it's the red button right there. See that? Well, it's all the way. I'm supposed to reach it all the way over there. You're supposed to lean, Karen. Lean. No, I'm just going to turn around and cough quietly. That shit is going around. I got it from you, Charlie, last week. You said you didn't. Yeah, I was just trying to, I yeah. didn't want you to feel bad. Everybody's getting it, right? All right. Yeah, we can handle it. How you doing? Sounds okay. like you still got it. Does it? Are you still sick? I'm not sick. That's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my cough button? <laughs> it didn't work. All right, never mind the cough, but unless we got a lot to do, right? This is the uh, Well, I Told You So tour. What a fucking week. What a week. Whitmer and her budget, right? Duggan and his demolition. The police, the crime. It's a, you know, it's the I Told You So. But before we do that, we, we just, we really got to get to, uh, you know, friend of the show, Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, right? who goes downtown to look at the police facial recognition laboratory and makes a racist ass of herself. Bob. Yes. Do we have the clip of Rashida talking to the chief of police, James E. Craig? I do, I, although it just disappeared. Give me one second here. Fucking Bob. <laughs> uh, um, that's li yeah, that's, that's he, live podcasting for that's you. That's live podcasting for you, folks. Fucking A. Here we go. All right, let's let this African Americans, not people that are not. I think non-African Americans think African Americans all look the same. I've seen it even on the house floor, people calling Elijah Cummings John Lewis and John Lewis Elijah Cummings, and they're totally different people. Is that it, Bob? That was what she said. Very smooth clip there. So what did she say? That What a racist. You want to hear it again? Yeah, let's hear it again. There must need to be African-Americans, not people that are not. I think non-African-Americans think African-Americans all look the same. I've seen it even on the house floor, people calling Elijah Cummings John Lewis and John Lewis Elijah Cummings, and they're totally different people. So if we had kept the clip going, the chief of police, what they're talking about is the analysts who look at the pictures that the computer spits out of potential suspects. And he says, I trust people that have had training. Right. So... Look, what did Trump say about her and the gang of four? Go, go, why don't you go back to where you come go from? Go back to where you came from. Meaning, basically, he's saying, like, uh, 
you know, I'm looking at your color and you can't do this job. Go home. Isn't that what she's saying? Eh, I don't know that it's the same. That's what the fuck she's saying. What do you mean it's not the well, same? I mean, I, 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 don't, I think I know what she's trying well, to say. Well, I don't want to know. First no, no, of all, no, I, first got, of all I, that, I don't want to deal in that. What, but I don't think what that's she what say? she's saying. She, she said that in order to be effective in managing the facial recognition process and technology, you should be African-American. That's what she said. No, what she said was, if you're going to be an analyst and look at pictures of black people, you should be black because non-black people can't tell them apart. That's, that's what she that, said. That's what she said. Well, then, what, what? Right, she was saying white people and Hispanics look at black people and think they all look the same. And what about uh, Arabs? Or Ch- Chinese, Arab. Is, is that right? Well, I think it. I think it's a misstatement. I think it's racist. Well, in, instead of, you know, apologizing and saying, you know, I mean, I... She doubled down. I misspoke. She's sending out uh, studies showing how people who aren't black don't recognize black people. I mean, she doubled down on it. Again, traffic in this nonsense. The chief of police said, well, look, Karen, you look, give me a smug look. Well, you think that's true? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about this whole conversation. I mean, I'm thinking about what she said. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about what she could have meant. But I'm also thinking about the other side of the coin where people of color are grouped together. But I think that a lot of her comments come from trying to garner support from people who pull a quote or a word from somebody's statement and they end up supporting, you know, like, oh, yeah, that's right. We got to have, you know, without knowing the whole story. So, no, I'm just, I'm thinking. Well, where, where do you line up on that? I, I think that's horseshit. Well, I don't, I, I, I side with the chief. I mean, you have to have a person that's trained. I mean, you can have a person uh, that, that's African-American that's looking. If they aren't trained, I don't, but I know what she's saying, but what she's saying has no place in that conversation. Well, and the way she said it. And the way she said it. And the way she said it. I mean, it. she's saying that, yeah, you know, people, people mistake black people. People do that all the time. Is that is that because they're black? Is that just because people don't pay attention? I don't know. There there could be several things, but it was her comments were out of context in that conversation. Well, look, the whole thing to me is almost childish. This whole discussion is getting stupid because I know the people in that room, right, with her. They're trying to set her in the chair to show her how it works, and instead of sitting down and actually doing a fact-finding miss, trying to figure out how facial recognition works. She's giving a lecture about, I'm, I'm on the floor, and they com- black people get confused all the time. Everybody gets confused But how long time. has this conversation been pulled from that news clip? That's why people say and do things like that, because it continues yeah. to get, and that, that's why. Yeah. Well, here. Now, Chief Craig is more than happy to make this a issue. You know, in fact... He's the one that invites the reporter in. He he's went the, on Fox News, national television. He's, he's the one that's got his own cameras. It's almost like a setup, you know what I mean? We're gonna, like, it could have been quiet. They, those two could have had a private conversation. He could have privately showed it to her. But no, you know, he got her. He stuck her good here, got what he wanted. Got to have a show. But like you said, he, he went on the morning programs the next day, right, to talk about how outrageous it is. But I'm listening to him. And when we're talking about facial recognition, the software itself, without the analysts, okay, I'm not going to tell you how it works, but 
until this. You got that clip, Bob? I do. Or the chief? Listen, listen closely what he says about how facial recognition works. I think some of the complaints when they talk about the misidentification, look, if, if we didn't have trained analysts behind the technology, I estimate it would probably misidentify 97, 98% of the time. We know that. And we've explained that. Say what? But what works is the work that goes on. You, what, what do you say? What do you say? Goes in, probably misidentify 97, 98% of the time. What would you, you say? What, 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 what? what? Okay, all right, all right, all right, stop. 97, 98% of the time. We know yeah, yeah. He's saying without analysts, the software misidentifies people as suspects 97, 97. or 98% of the time. So this is how it works. And I wish the congresswoman would, you know, stop posing. I wish the chief would stop posing. This is serious public discourse we're talking about. They take a mug, mug book, got 100,000 pictures. What this software does is it takes a still picture and it gives you a ranking of probabilities and it spits out 100 mug shots. Only one person could have done the crime. So 99 out of 100 times, those pictures you have are wrong. What the chief did when he was promoting this was giving us a scenario how we did catch a guy, right, through the facial recognition, plus his Facebook. The analyst looked at this guy, looked at his Facebook page, saw it was the same sweater, and because of the analyst, were able to go. But the guy they caught was like 70th on the list. So the first 69 suspects, as the computer ranked them for probability, were ahead of the guy. Meaning, how would you like to knock at your door? I would hate it. You know what I mean? Hey, you're a, where were you? So I mean, is I there value you. in this, Charlie? <laughs> I think there is, to be quite, to be quite honest. I so where, where, does it, where does the burden lie? Does it lie in the technology or does it lie with the analyst? Well, I think it's... It's both, is it? Is it not? I mean, it's, well, on it's, one hand, it's a mug book. On one hand, we're saying that the technology, uh, without the analyst, isn't is inaccurate. But then, on the other hand, we talk about human error. So, mm -hmm. which one is it? Mm -hmm. hmm. Well, we're not discussing that, are we? Not. I guess that, not. that seems to be what we're doing, and yet our leadership doesn't. True, and I think that's what and, the public and, needs to know. This is what and, the and, bullshit and, is, and that's that's the crux of the matter. I mean, and where it where's the the, uh, the the judges in all this? Good question. Right. If if we use this, we come up with a suspect. Does a judge sign a warrant? How does that work? That's not encodified in this at all. But I think that's why the public is, you know. So, and I don't know if you know. So many people are up in arms about it. I don't know if they're really against it. If they know what they're against, but I don't think people are armed with an accurate amount of information in order to make an educated decision. Which we've talked about before, but that's True. not what we're talking about. Now we're talking about the bullshit of everybody dancing for the cameras, and we're not getting good, public, systematic things in place. Like the, the chief says, what about the victims? What about the victims? Yeah, what about the victims? Because, give me the, give me the here's the breaking news, Bob. Here's the breaking news. Yeah, we're breaking Bob in now. We're going to make Bob work. <laughs> Give me the breaking news. Here it is. Oh, Christ. I don't know where it is. Bob. I'm going to sit here and not say shit. You can't do that, Charlie. Fuck that, man. Dude, <laughs> you, you played it before we went live. 
Oh, he lost it. He had other clips to pull up, Charlie. Yeah! Breaking news! The very same day that this bullshit is going on in the facial recognition lab, listen, uh, people, Detroiters, Michiganders, and all the others that see, Detroit was named America's most violent city. Again, America's most violent city. How many times have we been down here in the lower level? Thank you. Discussing Shame, this man. with policymakers, police, crime victims. We went bankrupt, so we will be safer. We are America's most violent city the very same day. Made no newspaper. I was going to say, I didn't hear it. Made none. No. None. So facial recognition, chief, he might be on next week. We're negotiating that because now we're actually, it's right there, me and him. Good. Right? We're going to really talk. Hear that. Because that guy at least has some balls, which I can't say for most of the leaders in this state. Facial recognition catches the perp after the victimization. True. Now, let me give you my work. His first full year as chief, according to the FBI statistics that his department gave them, there were 13,616 victims of violent crime. Last year, there were 13,769 victims of violent crime. About the same, a little bit higher, meaning for all these years we were told crime's going down and we're coming back, it was a lie. Going up. Now, last year, 2018, we had 13,500. It's done nothing. Yeah. Nothing, Rashida. Nothing, Mayor. Nothing, Chief. Nothing, Boosters. You don't want to listen to people who have to live it. I know it looks nicer downtown. It is nicer downtown. But Charlie, it's not going to work. They still have issues downtown, too. That, that's the other thing. Well, they, let's they do, focus. They have, they have issues downtown and midtown. Yeah. They I mean, do, but let's gone. focus. Where, where's all the money? And we know for sure. Buddies of mine taking a knife in the heart. You know what I mean? People getting mugged. Shit getting taken. I'm not pooping on it. I'm not pooping on the city. Shootings in Greektown. Yes. Shootings on the riverfront. This, yeah. So, and again... What do we get? Two bozos playing for the cameras about, I don't think white people can tell black people apart. What an old trope. That's garbage, and, you, and, and we deserve an apology. All of us. And I like the woman. I've known her a long time. Well, this isn't personal, Charlie. I mean, people have to understand that. I mean, just because you disagree with some, something someone does has nothing to do with you disliking them. Well, you know, something a politician has done. Well, true, but anybody, you know. But, but anybody. I mean, certainly yeah. there. It's got nothing to do with them. So. I want good public policy. Again. Yeah. Again. That's a big deal every year. Every year. The America's most violent city. Jesus. Do you know how people are living? In face of recognition, I'm talking to mothers of children who have been shot. That's they want true. something done before the kid is shot. And, you know, no one's asking, hey, how many murders do you solve? How many non-fatal shootings do you solve? 
That's in the FBI statistics, too. Nobody's asking anything, Charlie. Okay, damn it. So, Chief, we'll be talking to you next week. But let me take care of some business. When you say American Coney Island, you're saying Detroit. It's the city's oldest family-run restaurant, over 100 years old. They're inventors of the Coney Dog, chili, mustard, onion. Now, dig this is what I was thinking. It's football season. Bob's playing baseball music. Yeah. <laughs> What's football music, though? Oh, I don't know. Uh... I don't know. He's looking for it. That's <laughs> Lions time. It's Lions. Why not send a Coney kit to your friends who've moved out of state and are throwing that party for the Lions-Packers game on Monday Night Football, October 14th? Uh, All the fixings. Coming up. Straight to their door. Little bit of home. All you got to do is go to AmericanConeyIsland.com. If you're in town, you can call the store because they even cater tailgates. Did you know that? I do now. Yep, call the store. Or just go downtown to Michigan and Lafayette. Beer's always cold. American Coney Island. The dogs snap when you bite them. So you mean when you're out at a tailgate, <laughs> you can call the American no, Coney Island? No, you got to do it ahead of time. Well, you call ahead of time. But like they, a couple they, days. But they, A couple days, three days, a week, whatever. Mm-hmm. Call ahead of time. They'll bring them out to where you're at. Yep. Nice. They'll even, they'll even serve them if you want to do the whole big deal. Right? They, they do Michigan tailgates over at the stadium. Wow. Yeah. Well, for did sure. Did not know that. Give them a call. Okay, right? Okay. Um, I'm going to do this one backwards. Uh-oh. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Lens Associates, Inc. Member FINRS, IPC, Royal Lens Associates, Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, and services referenced here are independent of Royal Lens Associates, Inc. Luke Nowacki. Luke Wants to tell you that overreaction is not the strategy for the long-term investor. Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth, 248-663-4748. Call him for rational financial advice. Look at the markets ping-ponging for the last month. Listen to the TV pundits. Economic doom is here. And then the market rebounds significantly today. After a wild week, the market is exactly where it was one month ago. But what were you doing? Were you selling? Were you buying? Did your gains hold? You don't know. I don't know. Nor does the TV talking head. What you should do is call Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth, 248-663-4748. Position yourself and your investments, retirement, and college saving plans for the long run. How was that? Very nice. good, Charlie. I got up this morning and go, man, you can read duties and like to talk to our sponsors and see where their head's at. <laughs> You know who else? ADR, experienced. Overseeing more than a quarter billion dollars in private and public construction projects since 2001. ADR, competent. Reduce your costs, increase your bottom line. ADR has saved clients millions. ADR consultants are experts in procurement and government compliance. ADR, honest, ethical, smart. Call Barry Ellentuck at 248-318-9424 for a consultation. ADR Consultants providing construction management and IT services for your company, municipality, or law enforcement agency. Get the job done right, on time, on budget. ADR Consultants, 248-318-9424. I know, I'm rolling. (laughs) Rolling. I know, I kind of like doing those now. Okay, now... Play me a little music, Bob. Play 
Play me that little breaking news sound, would you, Bob? The breaking news? I'm, 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 I'm double <laughs> stressing. Breaking news. Rashida Tlaib. Oh, jeez. Here's what I was working on till she made a clown of herself at the police lab. Rashida, you did it again. You weren't paying. I want to say you were cheating, but you weren't paying the proper taxes on your home in southwest Detroit, Rashida, because you don't live there. See, what happened was in 2016, she bought a house in southwest Detroit in an empowerment zone. Okay. Meaning you get to pay nothing in taxes right. because the city wants it redeveloped. But the thing is, you got to live in the house to get the tax credit. True. She bought the house for 90, which is, you know, okay. The city assesses it at 40, and she just got a mortgage for 170. Oh, what a good deal. That's pretty nice when you, nice deal. you know when you're congressperson, things happen for you. <clears throat> Having said that. Even if it was assessed at forty and that was proper, you'd be paying fifteen hundred, two thousand a year. Why are you only paying five hundred? Really? Right. This went on for a couple of years while she rented it for eighteen hundred bucks, right? Shorting the school system, and everything got fixed, and she's not claiming it anymore. I'm sure it was an oversight. Not claiming it since she went to Congress. She got the loan when she went to Congress, the mortgage, and she changed her homestead credit. So one assumes this next tax year, Rashida, you'll be paying the proper amount. But I wonder if you're going to pay the other money back. That could be 2000 It could be 3000 It could be 8000 depending on what the city wants to value your house at. Give back to the schools, Congresswoman. It's the right thing to do. That's interesting, Charlie. Isn't it? I mean, it is. Isn't for a it? lot of reasons. Go ahead. Give me one. No, I'm just thinking because I'm thinking back to a, a person that used to work for the city. Uh, before they sold their house, they did something to change the taxes to $500 a year. Then a person that worked for Duggan at the time bought the house. They were paying $500 a year in taxes. And those taxes are still just gradually maybe going up a couple bucks because the tax of, of tribunal or the group uh, said that they couldn't make any adjustments, even though it was reduced illegally. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just thinking, how many mm. times is that taking place around the city and people who have connections are paying fewer taxes than everybody else? Right. And pay, see now, good deal if you can get it. Yeah, that's BS though. Because that is total BS. Well, it is. People in Brightmore pay more than five hundred dollars a yeah. year. Well, now here's what's really the BS. You might say, "Oh, Charlie, you're just picking on old Rashida because you know you're the media scumbag right wing guy," which I'm not. <laughs> and I don't, you know, and I'm not a scumbag left wing media guy. I'm a, I'm a guy looking at. You want to know why I started looking? Because the right wing media scumbags. Pulled up an old story of mine from many years ago. Scoogle Laduff and, and Talib. You know what you'll find? In the year 2010, when I came home and I'm at the Detroit News, I got a call out of the blue from Rashida's dad, right? Who says, she lie is not true. She does not live in the Detroit house. That's in my house. She does not live in the district she claimed to represent. Her dad outed her. Her dad outed her. Wow. And it's so hard to prove these um, um, residency requirements that, you know, 
No one's really looking. But when your dad calls a reporter to out you, yeah, and, it, and then she told me, oh, he abused me. And I'm like, this is the weirdest shit. He abused me. What the fuck is what? What does that have to do with anything? What? And you're like, yeah, welcome home. I, I, I've had like the mob threaten to kill me and my wife and shit in New York. That's the weirdest call I ever got was her dad, right? Like, why are you wow. calling me? So, that's strike one. Strike two comes in 2014 when she's in the state government, right? Right. She and her husband are caught claiming two homes as, as their personal residence. As homesteaded. Right, the homestead and for as, those that as, do. Oh. As the listeners know. Right. You're only allowed one. What is a homestead, Bob? Well, it's where you live. You, live. you get your biggest tax break. You get you get the biggest tax break on the on the home you live that's in. That's right. And then your other your vacation private gets taxed at a higher, higher rate. rate. So your homestead where you know your your home is. Cause so, you live there. So you claim two for six years until you got caught, and then you said Oh, well, you know, my husband did it, and I'm going to introduce legislation, right, to clear up the confusion. Okay, well, you never did. And how did you get confused again? You owe the city of Detroit a couple grand, baby. Where's the, check, where's the checks and balances on the city well, in side? The, in the state of Michigan. Or the states. Yeah, I'm just I don't saying, want to. Come on. No, come I'm on. Let's asking. focus. I that. am focused, Charlie, but you have to, I have to think about that. Like, how do we have these loopholes or cracks where people are able to consistently get away with it? Who's not paying attention? You tell me. You're the one that was in government. Yeah, but I wasn't. Uh, you're right. There, it's, it, I'm thinking about that. That Joey, needs to Bob, happen. Bob went to the thing. Get on the board there for me, man. Find a, find a. Something needs to happen. Okay, well, look, here's the thing. You're right about that, but you can get away with it unless somebody's looking. But now, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing about our congresswoman. And again, she doesn't like me because her dad called me. She does like you, Charles. She's been on the show. I know, but, you know, I'm just saying, like, she's wary of me. But here, welcome, welcome to the Terror Dome. Here's the thing, Rashida. There's now an ethics investigation to you at, at, in the House of Representatives for the campaign salary you paid yourself out of your election kitty. Now, here's the deal. If you're running for Congress, you can pay yourself a salary. During the election. During the election, because it's there to encourage regular people with regular jobs and regular bills to be able to run. Makes sense. Okay, so she paid herself... $1,000 a week from May, right, of, what was it, 18, to election day, November 1st. The law says once the election cycle's over, meaning once you get elected, you can't take a salary. But what did she do for November and December? Now she took $17,500. Now she's paying herself almost $3,000 a week. Okay, wait a minute. You, you can't said, do it. Okay, hold on. You said November and December? Yeah. Okay, but... If, After the election. Okay, but I'm just... And this is point of clarity. Go ahead. If they're not sworn into office until January, when technically does that cycle end? Because they're not being compensated until they are sworn in. I'm just asking for a According point According to the FEC, salary okay. payments may continue until the date when the candidate is no longer considered a candidate for okay. office. Got it. Uh, because uh, he or she so, withdrew. So that would be after the election. Hold on. Right? Hold on, Bob. 
because he or she withdrew or became ineligible or until the date of the general election or general election runoff. Got you. Okay. So, so once the election happens. Once the election is over and they are deemed the winner, the winner. or loser, it's over. So get your okay. shit together. Okay. It's small shit. This isn't like the biggest. I, I'm not even calling them crimes. I don't mean it that way. Right? This ain't the biggest thing going on. But when you prance around doing crap like this, right, get your shit together and your bills. Pro- I, I don't care if you're divorced. I, I don't care what your dad did to you or you did to him. You know what I mean? I don't care what you drink. Just take care of your kids. Pay your taxes. Be honest. And do stuff for us. Because that's what you're hired to do. Because where she does now live is in a nice midtown neighborhood where guys carry around man purses. Man purses. <laughs> <laughs> man bag, Charlie. Where everybody, rec- where everybody recognizes each other, if you know what I'm saying. Or there's no problem misrecognizing people, if you know what I'm saying. No facial misrecognition. No need over there. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> you know, it's the new Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Now, what are you saying, Charlie? I'm saying, I mean, do you like why you don't do you us? know where you, you live, Rashida? <laughs> Too much crime? Come on, let's do what needs to be done. She lives near where that asbestos bomb went off. Okay. Okay, now also, uh, c- call our lady, please, Joey Mannequin. <laughs> hey, Bob, uh, the music I'm looking for is uh, uh, Madness. Yeah. Because here's the next, as promised. The next house story. Lieutenant Governor Garland Gilchrist. Uh-oh, here we go. You got my job? Fix the damn house. All right. Remember, I told y'all, I'm going to keep on it. Remember when Garland Gilchrist was running for lieutenant governor and he had that ghetto house he didn't fix up. He got it from the land bank. And the rule was you got six months to fix it or the city takes it back. Mm-hmm. And somehow he got two and a half years, Right. He did get extra time. He got it in the gentrifying area. He got a lot of time. Didn't fix up. And Karen told him, on this show, sell the damn house. Yeah. Sell the damn house. I didn't say damn. Sell the house. house. You just did there. Cheers, Oops, girl. I sure did. <laughs> Bleep that out, Bob. We'll fix it. All right. Well, listen. Gilchrist did sell the damn house back in February to a shell company. Bob, turn it down a little bit, dude. Hey, I'm on here. Uh, Issues. He sold it to a shell company, an LLC, out of Florida with a P.O. box in Ann Arbor. Okay? For $190,000. He bought it for thirteen five. dollars Says he put a couple hundred grand into it. By the law, you're supposed to lose that couple hundred thousand. But not a guy that's a lieutenant governor. So he sold it to a shell corp. I called the shell corp. He's down in Florida. You know what I got? Here's what it would what, what they have. Here's what I got. Sounded to me like a hipster in an ill-furnished room, <laughs> an apartment in Fort Lauderdale, because it was echoing. He's probably in some slippers, and he's at a laptop with his French roast coffee going. Hello? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm like, hello, um, a report up in Detroit. Can you tell me how you came to your LLC, which owns 150 properties in Detroit, came, came to came to know this was for sale? Because it was never publicly listed, and why you would offer two hundred grand when he's on the ropes? Oh, 
Uh, uh, for a property that uh, he paid uh, uh, 13 grand uh, for? Uh, 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 but who's the LLC? Uh, uh, I'm not at liberty to say that. I'm not at liberty to say that. Click. Hmm. Hmm. It's called Detroit Renaissance LLC. It's a, there's no residing, residing agent on it. I, I don't know who the hell it is. And Michigan is only one of two states that doesn't have a personal financial disclosure requirement for our politicians. Meaning, we don't, I'm not saying it happened, but it looks bad, Garland. And they don't have to say. It looks bad, Garland. We don't know who you sold it to and if they're getting a favor or what kind of business they have when we know there's at least 150 properties in Detroit they bought. Now, I called the governor's office. How did he find them? It was never publicly listed. Wow. They haven't gotten back. It's not over up there. This is prime time. Prime time. You're going to answer. Now, the LLC, Detroit Renaissance LLC, the requirements are the same. You've got six months to make right. it habitable. It has to be occupied. That's the law. That's the law. You buy a land bank house. Allegedly. You got six you months. To, you have to okay. occupy it. Yeah. This, this sale was completed. Right, it was it was it was come up with in January, completed in February. Let's do it on our fingers. February to March to April to May to June to July to August to September to October. It's eight months. Wow. It's fixed up. Longer than six. I called the land bank. Bad. I called the land bank. You gonna enforce the law on this LLC? Who are they? Do they get special treatment? They must, according to the land bank, quote, uh, Troy Renaissance Fund LLC must honor the terms of the original purchase agreement, which includes a six-month renovation requirement, right? However, the property is currently secure. The front yard is maintained, which it's not because I go there every other week, Garland. And the owner has open permits and is awaiting the installation of new windows by the general contractor, which... Hello, Land Bank. Garland already put windows in. There's already new windows. So how does everybody get a sweetheart freaking deal? How does the lieutenant governor save himself $200,000 on a shit investment? How does the congresswoman not pay the proper taxes for a fucking decade? And we're dying on the vine. Small? Okay. It's small. It's not small, Charlie. It's not small. It's indicative of It's thing. not small because you have a city that is still struggling for revenue. Yeah, fuck yeah. So it's not small. Okay. It's not. And it all depends who you are. Joey, we got our friend on? Yep. <laughs> it all depends who you are because uh, breaking news, Bob, breaking Oh. <laughs> Bob's looking like, yeah, sure, it's breaking news. Whoa! <laughs> uh, state Representative, are you on the line, madam? Yes, I am. Oh, God. Thank you, Charlie. Hello, State Representative hey, Sherry. Sherry. Hi. Hi. Do not How go. are you both? Representing Detroit very well. Listen, um, I'm, let me just start this backwards. Somebody... I don't know if I can come on behind those last two segments, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're safe, Sherry. You're safe. Jesus Christ. Now, yes, Zach. Oh, I like her. Listen, 
Uh, let me start this backwards. Um, you have a land bank house. You, yeah. you were renovating this land bank house. You've had it for about a yeah. year. You were going to yeah. give it to a less fortunate family for a, uh, a holiday present and let them move in. Yeah. You made $45,000 of renovations. 42. 42. And then a city-owned, land bank-owned house next to yours caught on fire and damaged your house. Right. So you're hustling to fix it, right? Well, no. We were trying to fix okay. it, but they, they demolished it. Oh, so you gave it up. Okay, let me walk everybody through it. No, she said they demolished it. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I'm just walking you through. Okay. So then... Um, you got from the land bank a notice, this thing better be fixed by October right. 14th next week. Correct. Or they're taking uh -huh. it back. Right? right. Well, so, we'd be out of compliance. So, yeah, actually, yeah. Yes. So, actually, you... That was, from building, that was actually from building the safety and engineering. Okay, the city. BS right. So, you got a land <laughs> bank house, and the city's uh -huh. going to punish you. And yet, right. and yet, Lieutenant Governor Gilchrist gets to recoup his money... Uh, Rashida Tlaib doesn't have to pay the taxes. And you, who are a critic of the mayor, how he's handled the federal def de uh, demolition money and the new right. money he wants, what happened to your house in the middle of the night? Well, it was demolished last Friday. Uh, well, no, the 20th of September, um, per the neighbors across the street. Oh, so you had the house oh demolished. Oh, my God. So you had the house no. demolished. No, 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 no. We we had the house boarded up. Uh, this we had that, this was the second notice, so we had the house boarded up uh -huh. until we could go through finalize the insurance process. So thank God we had insurance. So the fire damage that was caused by the city's uh, house catching on fire, we sustained a lot of damage, and so we had to finalize that process. Uh, but in the interim, it was it was boarded. It was not it was not accessible. Uh, and we're trying to get quotes, quotes to be compliant with their uh, outline request to either, you know, complete rehabilitation, which we had already done, roof, windows, siding, time doors. Tie up, madam. Can you, can you yeah. cut to the quick? Come on, people are driving around. So you, okay, okay. go on, go ahead. And, go ahead. And, and action, go ahead. So, and so, and so they, they, somebody demolished. So today there's some, some updated information. Wait a minute, wait, 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 before we do that. So, okay, so your house disappeared? It just absolutely disappeared. It just disappeared? Right. There's a hole in the ground? It's a hole in the ground. And we don't know who tore it down? We have no idea who tore it down. No idea? Somebody stole your house? Absolutely. <laughs> I called the FBI today, and I didn't know which number to push, because it's, you're calling about uh, disappearing or... Kidnapping, like can't <laughs> classify a house as kidnapping, but uh, yeah, it just the house has disappeared neatly. By the way, very neatly, kind of cut out like it. They took a huge spatula and just lifted it out of the dirt. It is, it is the best demolition I've seen. It looks like a piece it's of lasagna was missing from the middle of the of the tray. Wow. Unlike yeah. the other demolitions, yeah, like the other shit demolitions. Yeah, right. It's crazy. So, what's the information you heard? So the information we heard that it was taken to um, uh, a, a dump site, a landfill 21 miles away, Woodland. I keep getting it mixed up with the cemetery, so I have to look at the name. Woodland, you know, Woodland Meadows or Meadows Woodland? Yeah, Woodland, yeah, the landfill out there. 
I think yeah. it's uh, is that one in Novi, whatever, or Wayne? It's one of those. But Wayne, anyway. it's in Wayne. Okay. So now you've got a lead on where your house is. Yeah, but they, but they. Here's the thing, and here's where I could need your help. I ask for the dump ticket, so I just kind of had to educate myself on how this process works, on what's necessary to demolish any kind of property, and and how do you track it. Um, they have dump tickets for like the solid waste, the bricks, the dust, etc. Yes, but they told me I could not get the dump tickets. I have to go through the police. The police have not called me back. Wow! So, hey, welcome to Detroit. Yeah. Listen, so baby, I'm, can I'm I ask helping. you something? Uh, the ask? owner of the house has to go through the police to get the dump ticket. Well, yeah, right. you got to go through something. Oh, my God. Well, you go through the city or whatever. But it was my why? house. But why? Right. Right. But you know what, Sherry? This is probably kind of a, a, a validation of your level of integrity because she's a state rep. Oh, wait. Everybody else that we've talked about today has gotten a break given their position. She's getting the other side of the coin. Well, you know why? She's I actually. I understand that. She, no, she's tough. I she, know that. That's what I'm saying. This is a validation. She's, let me give it to the... You don't even notice, I don't think. I can tell the listener. Okay. The state rep opposes Detroit Mayor Mike Duggan's plan to ask the community for another $250 million mm-hmm. for further demolition, which Absolutely. I suspect, which I suspect, madam is really a legal slush fund that when this shit comes tumbling down and money has to be repaid, there's no kitty in the city to come up with that money. That's just my thought and a lot of insiders. I don't know if you agree with that. Do you? Well, I agree they're doing something with it. And whatever it is, it's nefarious. I mean, $22,000 paid out for the house that was demolished next door to mine. Uh, yeah, right. To me, it's ludicrous. Um, so I don't know what they're trying to do, but I don't. I don't think that we should be, as as the public, giving more money towards a demolition program that we can't even find out why protocols aren't followed. Um, so you I'm say wait this- for the feds before we go giving this guy some more money? Uh, absolutely. Breaking no, news! Breaking news! What- ready? Yeah. State rep. That's re- yeah. I'm ready. Here we go. Um. There have been, uh, so far, two convictions and sentencing of low-level skunks uh, who were taking bribes and, and messing with demolition money. During the sentencing of one of them, Arredondo Haskins, who's uh, been on the show, the federal judge said, somebody, you know, I'm not quoting exact, I'm paraphrasing, she said, why would we trust this administration with another $250 million when all this is going on and she's presiding over it? What kind of window yeah, is that? Yeah, I agree. You? I agree. I don't. That's And that's why I have a resolution uh, that I started drafting August the 15th to talk about putting processes in place uh, to ensure we know where the money is going when it comes from the federal government. I worked as a staffer for nine and a half years for Detroit City Council. I worked on NOF block grant funds. I not only have a problem with the demolition program, I have a problem with the NOF block grant funds that were supposed to come to our city to help people repair their homes. They are loans. They should not be loans. People can't qualify for the loans. We are a tarp city. we got seniors who can't fix their roofs or their steps, and they need help. And so this game 
that is being played to send money to people to demolish properties for those, I guess, that requested it. And in our case, those that didn't, uh, is a big payout. And, and the public as a whole should be concerned and say, no, I'm hopeful that city council, um, I cautioned them when I went there uh, the other day that they should not put this uh, on the ballot. Uh, they should They should stand up for the citizens and not just push forward the mayor's agenda to get more money in here to give out. Well, uh, uh, you know, look, uh, we're speaking with State Representative Sherry Gay Dignago, right? That's how you pronounce yeah. it? Yeah. I just always call there it Sherry. There There you go. Okay. Um, this is just what's what's underneath everything. You know, again, uh, I got a lot of history with everybody here. I, I, I don't, I could, this isn't personal to me. I just look at the dough. I look at who's doing what, and I report it. Like, I, I, I like a lot of things going on in the city, but nothing matches up, Sherry. You'll even see right. the development writer from the Free Press now do his second 10 development projects that didn't get done. So now he's done 20. We put all kinds of public dough against them, and he was a guy that cheerleaded them. So it's, it's not good enough when it's too late. So I'm looking at 250 knowing, and we've had the FBI in this basement, people who listen know. Lower level. The lower level. Thank you. Which that's all Sherry's got left is a lower level. Hey, Sherry, by the way. I don't, so, even, have a, I don't even have a lower level. I have a hole. Listen, baby, can I move into your home? Oh. <laughs> Keep that out, Bob. Love to take that out. We're going to get in trouble. <laughs> I'd love to crawl up in that hole of yours. Where is that, on Minot? It's going to be a cold hole because oh. it's about to be winter. <laughs> Is, is it, is it, is it uh, you know, is it big or is it, uh, you know? Charlie, it, you're going to get in it, trouble. It, what? It, it, <laughs> what? Stop. Stop. What? Charlie, go look at the pictures, Charlie. Yeah. There's oh, no refuge stop. in that hole. Look at that hole. Look, it's dark on the edges and sandy in the middle. <sighs> That'll fit me Sherry, just right. Karen, help me. Karen, help me. Well, and it, 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 it's just Charlie being Charlie. kind of a big deal. Charlie being Charlie. Charlie being Charlie. It's all good. That is a nice hole. But can I let me? Can I ask you this, Sherry, and tell me yes. if I'm out of line for asking? No, um, You know, uh, as a state rep, certainly the mayor and the mayor's office reached out to you when they were doing this hard push for de insurance for the hole. Uh-huh. Has anybody reached out? <laughs> has anybody reached out to you, him or his office, in response to your situation with the, with your house? Right. He and I did have a phone call. Okay. I did not hear from any of his uh, lobbyists or supporters who were trying to find a path forward, like on the insurance piece. In fact, uh, they've been quiet as, you know, can be. I actually sent a link uh, to one of them to kind of show the story, and they've been ghosts ever since. But uh, he did reach out. His office reached out initially. We had a conversation when we first found out. And uh, he expressed that uh, they would be fully investigating and they would make it right. Okay. Don't hold your breath. They don't even know where, yeah. the, they don't even know where the load tickets are. Oh, and by the way. I just want the load tickets. I they, wanna, they don't exist. I make, yeah, they, they have to exist. Look, this is what they uh, told me, you know, and then again, you know, now, you know, as news outlets start to realize and hey, listeners, watch the papers closely. They're starting to build a case as to what really, what really went on here because it's starting to come, starting to blow up. When I started this, 
there were no load tickets, and they lied about there being load tickets. You know, like trucking and dumping tickets, receipts. Well, they're trying right. to hide and, it. And then it turns out they were naming their own price. They were just making it up. And now they're looking at, well, where'd the dirt come? Where'd you dump it? Was that poison? Now we've got the uh, contaminated. Now we've got the right. Army Corps of Engineers, Treasury, FBI, uh, Department of Justice, Public Integrity Squad. We got more federal agents than I've ever actually seen when, when Kwame was here. Well, I need the right federal agent to call because I called the FBI about 45 minutes ago and I got kind of put on hold and they said they got a lot of calls right now. They got a lot of calls. So, they're busy. Sounds like Comcast. Xfinity or Comcast. Listen, I will, exactly. Look, look, I'll get your number. <laughs> I'll call you after the show, okay? I'll get your number. Please. Okay, listen, here's what I'm going to need. Uh, if you could help me, I'll help you with that. You help me. See, I want the okay. public to hear how the quid pro quo goes between the media and, okay. the, and the politicians. Okay. If you could help me, if you could write a check for, say, $222,667 so I can get the records of Mike Duggan and his girlfriend and all the deleted emails and all the stuff he hooked her up with because the free press asked for the records and they said, sure, $222,667. You got that? That's a lot of money. That's an abuse of fucking power. Exactly. Yeah. That is. You, that's a delay that tactic. That's what that is. Well, why does it cost yeah, that much? Because he doesn't a, want it coming thought, out. It's a delay yeah, tactic. Trump doesn't a, even do that. I thought they had a special uh, a FOIA program with the free press. No, it's just called FOIA. There's no... Yeah, you know, they... They have to, a grant. They've, to, they've told me to, like 14000 for those load tickets, right? Mm -hmm. They told me 70000 70, for police records. I, I've been waiting... How is something public? I've been waiting months for, like, how many do, kids have been shot. But how do public they? is it if, in fact, it, you you don't have access to it? And they deleted that it. Right. Not, not, not That's public my at point. all. I mean, the, the whole do, thing do, is freedom of information. It, it's it's public if it's done on a public server, if it's done on behalf of the public or while you occupy a public of, office. That information is public knowledge. Just, right. Look, do, just, do they justify how much they, they claim it costs? Yeah, and they do. You know, that's that's, like, that's well, doable, though. I mean, that's that's just a moving of numbers. But, but what's, yeah. what, what's great is they they put in um, the the response to the free press that even if you do come up with the two hundred twenty two thousand six hundred sixty seven dollars, we're gonna fight you in court to release them because we think you're gonna use them to embarrass people or you're gonna take them out of context. And it's like, what are you a fucking newspaper editor now? Give me the right. goddamn records that belong to me, right? So we can keep right. track of government. Because right. Trump turned over the fucking Ukraine call way quicker than we're going to get this shit. And, and you know what, Charlie? You put another valid point. <laughs> the folks around here are so concerned yeah. about Trump and the Ukraine call, but we can't get information that comes out of KMAC and City Hall. That's a shame. We should focus on what's happening here. All politics is local. Say it again. All politics is local. One more focus time. On Say it again. All politics is local. Focus Damn it. Detroit. It is. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking, how did this house get accidentally torn down? And you've got people that have been complaining about houses what? that require. Maybe it wasn't accidental. And, and it, it wasn't an accident. Well, I know it now. wasn't, but wait, I know it wasn't. She, wait, what did she say? What did you say, man? It wasn't an accident. So I thought, I, I tried oh. to give the benefit of the doubt by thinking maybe with this tree outside, this Newport, 
uh, three freshly poured cement sidewalks that maybe they mixed up my house with the other house and they tore down our house as the other house. That's not the case. At the uh, the landfill, they have the address of our house. So whoever tore one, four, five, six, seven Minot down intentionally tore it down. Oh, listen, wow. I, I've got a photograph of a, a earth machine being moved out of the neighborhood. Have you seen that yet? No, I haven't. I'll, I'll bring it to you, and I'll get you the FBI. Okay, listen, we got to uh, please. We got to jump here. We appreciate. I hope you find your house. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe it'll be on top well, of someone. She knows where with house. red slippers. Right. <laughs> well, listen. Maybe you can move into Darling Gilchrist's house. You know who tore it down, Sherry? Oh my! Who got Sherry Shisha? Oh, you're she shed. Well, thank you, Representative well Sherry Sheshed from Detroit City. Uh, are you running for mayor, madam? Please do. We're, we're, we're wondering what will be next. We're going to have some conversations, but you'll probably be one of the first to know. That sounds like a yes. You'll, you'll come on the show and let us know? Absolutely. Well, it's not a show. It's a broadcast. Okay. That's okay. even better. Yes, exactly. Thanks for thanks for uh, hugs for to you, Sherry. There. You know I appreciate Thank you. Very you. Much. All right, talk to you soon. Thank you, Thank and you hang so in much. there. Thanks. Thank you. You know, okay. you know what Sherry should do? She should call Hall Financial because Hall Financial has received nearly eight hundred five star reviews from their happy clients, and they're on a mission to hit a thousand by the end of the year. This team of mortgage professionals provides every client with VIP service, ensuring they'll feel like a name and not a number. What if I told you you could skip a mortgage payment and lower your payment? That'd be awesome. Or if I told you that Hall Financial will not only walk you through the process of buying your home or your whole, huh? but provide you with the top realtor in your area. Who doesn't want to have that type of service, Bob? I need it. Are you? I, I'm, I'm dealing with them right now. In fact, I, I reached out to them, and I'm doing a refi, and they've been awesome. Are you not lying? You, you wouldn't say No, that. no, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm working with Chris. Uh, I don't know if I want to use his last name or whatever, but... Go uh, ahead, refer. Go ahead, refer. Chris Pajuli. Uh-huh. And it's, it's been seamless. It's flawless. And I was talking to you about it, and, like, he's, you know, working I have an with appointment you. with him after we do the show today. Was oh, that right? What are we getting our drink? Um, it'd have to be a quick one. Okay, sweet. But, uh, but no, they're, they're, they're great, and they're, they're helping my wife and I out, and I couldn't be happier. And he makes sure you and your wife are communicating and being on yeah. the same page, and he's doing it right. He's doing it right. Right? So they're working for you. Yeah. You, you don't feel high pressure? No, no, not at My all. My man. Nothing. And uh, you won't be charged hidden or extra fees, Bob. You know what you're getting when you work with Hall Financial. Call them today at, do you remember? The Ooh. number? Yeah. No, I don't remember. 248-308-5000 if you're looking to purchase or refinance. Or chat with them online at davidhallmortgage.com. Give Hall Financial a chance today. The official mortgage lender of the No Bullshit News Hour, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, 1467435. And um, working with them, too, get my kitchen going. Give them a call. They're great. Excellent. Now, you know what? As we told you, with Marion Coney Island, there's nothing like the NFL. There's no better way, not only a dog, but to make a wager. That makes the games more exciting. A what? Put a little dough on them, just what? a little bit. Go to mybookie.ag. I like how you did that, Bob. <laughs> the human drop machine. No one gives you more ways to win than mybookie.ag. Mybookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports book. 
Don't forget, who you're betting with is just as important as who you're betting on. Think about that. I like well, that. Well, if you want to win, you win. If Go you to win, my book, you want to MyBookie.com, you win. Right. MyBookie.com AG is the best in the business. If you're the kind of person who likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. That means match up a couple games. If all your picks come through, you multiply your winnings. The NFL season is the best oh, time damn. of year. You join now, and MyBookie will double your first deposit. So you're saying if I put in 100 bucks? They'll, they'll make it 200 bucks? Yeah, so it makes more sense. Put in 1000 and they'll so put in 1000 do, do you just bet, like, who's going to win, or do you have to have a point spread? I mean, how does that there, work? There's a, there's a million ways. Go go oh, to mybookie.ag. Okay. I there's, want the easiest way. There's so many ways. Look, you can, I'm with you, Karen. You can, do the, you can pick it without the points. Okay. You can pick it with the points. You can pick who scores the first touchdown. If you don't like your bet, like you, you bet on the Lions in the first half, they're getting killed. You bet against the Lions in the second half. I think that hedge your bet. That's amazing that you can bet after an event has started. You can bet on anything. I know. It, I, I... Can we bet on you, Charlie? <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Go blue. I bet no, you're winning. No, go blue. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go crazy now. Listen, join now in my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code NoBS to activate the offer. That's promo code NoBS. We got Sarpolis coming? Sweet. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win. You nice. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. Jason's yeah. like, what's going on here? <laughs> Introduce your son. Introduce Jason, my, come my, on over here and say hi. He, no, he, he doesn't. Come on in real quick. Just come on in real quick, on, man. No, don't fuck my show up. Hurry up. Charlie said don't mess We're up waiting his on Ed Sarpolis. What's good? How you doing, man? I'm all right. I'm still here. So can't yeah. complain. What are you doing here? I'm just chilling. That's Who, whose womb did you come from? Well, gee, that sounds so abrasive. Well, yeah. <laughs> just say, like, who's your mother? Karen, Karen Dumas is my mother. So you and Karen are now going to work together, maybe uh, produce some... Some sound pieces about life around the city? Yeah, she said she could uh, use my help with a couple of things. She didn't give me too much information. Yeah. But, you know. Are you pulling the vibe it. now? You, you understand what, what we're doing, what yeah. we're kind of about? Yes. Maybe he could explain yes, it to sir. me. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure it out for myself, but I get an idea. Yeah, she, well, look, see, anything goes as long as it's not bullshit. There you go, anything goes. Anything, anything goes, no bullshit. All right, I got it. That's no, we, don't do, it. we don't do BS. Right. We don't. Yeah, that's no. e it's easy to follow. Okay. You don't got to change too much around. So what we want now, you know, we don't have it this week, but we're known for it. Slices of life. Slices of life. Like little philosophy of life, meeting people, you know. that's So you're going to be the sound man and editor for your mother. Yeah, I'm already doing that. That's easy. Well, exactly right. So everybody, welcome welcome to the, we can need a nickname hey, for him. Thank you, Jay. Hey, jo Joey was clapping. Mannequin Joe. That's Mannequin Joe. Yeah, I got the rundown. I heard you guys talking about that's, usually, that's usually my role, but you know, y'all kind of. Yeah, Jason doesn't here. use. Jason, Jason likes yeah. to be behind the scenes. He's not the. Oh, it's you two? Oh, God. You two could sit together yeah. and we wouldn't be able to tell them apart. We'll do facial recognition software. <laughs> We got, oh you You do the black guy underwear mannequin stuff, and he'll do the white guy underwear mannequin stuff. And they're both tall and thin. Right, and then we'll, go, yeah. we'll all go over to Sherry's hole and move in. <laughs> Jason's like, I don't know about that. Good but job, okay. Jason. Thank you. Yeah, that's cool. I appreciate him being here. Yeah, well, I do too. I look forward to working with you, man, you know. And again, everybody, if uh, 
you got something you want to contribute, we're always open. You're a musician. You can always send us a, your song. We'll give it a listen. Joey, where do we, where do we send it? WSNewsHour or on the Facebook, you know, contact you on Facebook. Hit me on Facebook or Charlie at NoBSNewsHour.com. You know, I mean, you know, you got somebody's working on a song about you, Karen. About me? They keep calling, apologize. They're not done, but I can't wait for it. Oh, oh I no. can't wait to hear. I'm scared to hear this, but okay. Oh, it'll be good. Yeah, right. You know, somebody <laughs> asked me, I had a business meeting the other day, and they said, Karen, they said, what, what, what do people say about you? I said, I don't know. He said, so if I said, hey, what do you think about Karen Dumas? He said, what are they going to tell me? I said, I don't know. Ask him. So I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know what this song is going to be gonna like. You're going to say great things because <laughs> you're a great person. Oh, then, I appreciate and, that. We'll see. Bob is going to play the exact opposite song of whatever that's going to be. Right, brother? <laughs> Probably. He's going to cut it out halfway. Okay, Probably. Listen, listen, let's do this. Let's, let's wind up the show here. Uh, but the, the big news, the big news, as predicted here with our vast array of guests, we actually have a really good show. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I like to listen to it. You do? Mm-hmm. I don't listen, but, you know. I do. Because I, 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 wanna, I do. I like to listen because I want to know if I were listening, would I want to listen? Mm. So if I don't want to listen, I don't want to put out anything that I wouldn't want to listen to. I feel like I have pretty high standards. So I want to make sure that it's engaging. Is there something we should do differently? Um, you know, I know you're always receptive to making sure that we're doing our best. You tell us what we're doing wrong, as you should. Um, so, yeah, I do listen. Nice. I listen. You like it? Yeah, pretty good. I think I'm going to send in an email, make a recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, big news this week is Governor Gretchen Whitmer shits the bed. Kind of. Right? Not uh, kind of. She did. Uh, it's going to be a long four years, Bob. Yeah. Uh, she couldn't get the roads. No roads. Right? But despite the Republicans who actually came up with a budget that she did not. No roads. No budget. Cuts the cops, schools, roads, jails, and a million dollars for the an autism helpline. She wants to and restore the, and, Pure Michigan. And the Pure Michigan. Yeah. Was she said she wants that to restore one, whatever, Well, man. she wants to restore it, but you cut it. Joining us is the No Bullshit News Hour Capitol Hill correspondent. And in his other time, he's the executive director of Target Insights, one of the big polling firms in the state of Michigan. He's been in Lansing longer than anybody. Ed, are you with us, brother? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I wanted to. I want to jump in very quickly. When I listened to Kara Duma, she said she she wants to. She sets the bar high. I thought she said it very low. That you're at the high point. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's bust, he's busting my balls. Oh, yours. Okay. Oh, thanks, Ed. All right. I get. <laughs> We'll miss that, that went right over my head. I, I Don't missed worry, that. Bob. I, I missed it too. I, missed that. I, was like, I didn't miss what it. What does that mean? Okay, he's taking <laughs> shots. I can take shots. That's fine. I am lowbrow. Well Ed. played, Ed. No, Ed, man. Look, you've you been. You've been. I mean, you are the Lansing guy. I mean, you've been there since the '70s. I mean, you're nonpartisan. Yeah, I started. I started yeah, I, yeah, I started. I started this whole uh, uh, political operation thing back in 1972. That's when I started doing polling and politics. Now, for the listener, um, look, your target insights, I mean, uh, in, and you, your polls are accurate. He's good. He's real good. He's good. Karen knows. She's yes, I do. in the political realm. So Ed's a big deal. Yes, he is. Right? We don't have, we don't like pollsters, the ones that are lazy and don't get it. We like the ones that are accurate. I like the pollsters that know what they're talking about. Like I like the pollsters whose, whose polls end up being accurate. Well, and, and the, post, well, the thing with pollsters is it, it doesn't matter. They're accurate for five seconds because it's a snapshot in time. Mm-hmm. You know, and tomorrow that pollster doesn't mean anything. But Ed is also the, the, the savant and the Svengali of Lansing. So, 
Ed, what in the fuck is up with the governor? And I'm not putting words in your mouth. This, it was, it was a bad year for her. Yes. Well, the, the problem, the fact is, she's doing what the Republicans wanted her to do the day that she got elected. Okay, they they basically were going around laughing, saying they're very happy with Gretchen being elected, other than they wish it was a Republican. They, they really didn't like Bill Schuette, so actually they got what they wanted. But the point being is, they knew the day one they're already telling me they weren't going to give her anything on the road, and they were going to force her to eat her own to get anything that she wanted. And she basically gave them what they she wanted because for their purposes. For 2020 and 2022, she's given them the campaign that they want to run against Democrats. Now, well, explain. Listen, we, we got smart people who listen, but regular people. What do you, what do you mean ex- exactly? Well, the bottom now is anything that happens in Michigan is now Gretchen Whitmer's fault. She's grand home number two, okay? The economy is going to go down. She cut jobs. Uh, she's cut, you know, she's cutting some union labor jobs. She basically... Anything that she's done, they'll use against her because they're not going to give her anything back. Uh, and the other thing that's very important for those who follow politics, in order for the Democrats to win statewide, they have to win north of Mount Pleasant. Okay? Mm-hmm. Since 2008, no Democrat, whether it's Obama, Gretchen uh, Whitmer, uh, Gary Peters, Debbie Stabenow, no Democrat has won north of Mount Pleasant. Okay? And for Democrats to take back the state senator the state house, they have to win, win north of Mount Pleasant. So the more that she attacked the northern Michigan— uh, because that's where she had a lot of her cuts come. That actually helps Republicans going down the road. So let's. And let's the other thing that that's what ahead. happened. Okay, so let's let's for, for the listener who's not paying that close attention. She gives a budget to the Republicans with the roads, the forty-five cents. That's a non-starter. She loses. The Republicans yeah. sit. They wait on it. They do give her a yeah. road plan, but that one's as cockamamie as hers, which is. Let's borrow from the teacher's pension, invest it, and get such a high return we can pay it back plus pay for roads. Just yeah, as, but, guess, but, but who has which to explain more that she has to explain more than they do the fact that yes. we gave the governor four hundred million dollars and she basically she they, she has to explain why I, I, I didn't take the money to fix the roads. Here we go. So we get ahead of ourselves. So what happens is the Republicans sit, they make her wait till the last minute, then they give her a budget, which has amongst other things, four hundred million dollars for roads. She wants $2 billion. It's got $130 million extra for schools, which she wanted, right? Mm-hmm. And then yep. she throws a hissy fit and says, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take your budget. I have to accept it because it's due by law. And I'm going to cross stuff out, which is allowable by law. But I'm going to cross yep. stuff out that hurts the Republicans in their districts, Correct. And Democrats in their and those districts too. But she did yeah. it. She did it for yeah. yeah, because Democrats crossed her too. Yeah. Okay. So what she ends up doing is she cuts out four hundred million dollars for roads. That was an increase from last year. Better than nothing, yeah. right? Right. She cuts out one hundred thirty million from schools. Better than yeah. nothing, right? Yeah. She cuts out a million dollars for an autism helpline when Donald Trump is signing into law. $1.8 billion to help autistic people. Yes. What is the word? The bottom in- line, everything that she said she was for when she ran for governor, she cut the budget up. Okay. Yeah. But, okay, she's playing politics, but uh, not playing it, none well. of us understand what she's yeah. doing, Ed. Well, you got to understand this. There's nothing in criticized Gretchen she Whitmer. She has, she has no experience at this. Okay? All her, remember, well, because of term limits, you don't have anybody. Remember, this is a blood sport. She's never been in the ring 
having to do these tough decisions. And she's never played political chess. You got to think down the road what they're going to do. Bottom line is, that, remember, Republicans would even give Snyder what she, he wanted. Okay, that's true. Nor would so, the voters. So if, if they weren't going to give it Snyder, to give it to Snyder, why are they going to give it to Gretchen? And remember, Gretchen never really had to fight tough battle. Okay, she was Senate Minority Leader. She did a great job the perception, but she was never in the, the blood sport of cutting things. And then the other problem, the fact is. If you talk to Democrats, she didn't even really, really work with them through this whole budget process. It was all on her own. So she's alienated the Democrats to some degree. I know they did. A, a, number, a number of them have. As a matter of fact, the other thing is, and you know this from more than anybody else, um, Charlie, in fact, she hasn't done much in coordinating or outreach in Wayne County or Southeast Michigan. Dude, That's they true. Yeah, they threw under the bus here because nobody here whispered an ounce of support for her budget. Not an ounce. Because she didn't no. do any. There's bottom line the fact she has there is no outreach of any consequence in Southeast Michigan, okay? They uh. didn't talk to her. They did. She doesn't work with them, talk to them. It's only recently that she announced somebody's going to be a coordinator, okay? And it's not somebody that people say, how did you pick that person? Who was that? I didn't even hear. Yeah. Who was that? Oh, that was the chair of the uh, 14th Congressional District. Oh. Um, so let me ask you this, Ed. Does she not have the right people around her? I mean, most politicians have people on their staffs to kind of make up for their deficiencies. You know, remember well, she, she has. Well, let me explain. She has good people, but you have people who don't have the experience. Not, okay, not, so, not knowing the issues. Don't excuse me. Don't, mm -hmm. It's not the question of not knowing the issues, but they don't know how to play the political blood sport game that it takes to get things done in Lansing. Well, how does she? Well, it's not the right team then. So what? What, what does she do? Let, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. To me, yeah, it's like... Right but I don't want to criticize the people that they well, don't... No, no, no. I'm, I'm not criticizing them in terms of being good. I mean, in terms yeah. of making up for what she lacks. I mean, remember, she didn't even carry Detroit uh, in the primary. So, I mean, there are some things that she's that, that are not resonating with her directly. My recommendation for any politician or elected official is to have a staff a team around you to make up for your shortfallings. This isn't anything against her or her team. This is a strategic well, assessment. Well, the bottom line, a lot of the people that she picked uh, in her administration are friends, uh, friends of friends, people you went to school with, people that you shared apartments with. Friend, you know, the yeah. bottom line, it's, it's won't not— won't get you a successful agenda. It won't get you what you need to do. You know? Yeah, the bottom line, the fact is, you know, a lot of things, the job that, you know, most of us who work in politics long-term, we're hired because— We've been around and we know what, what has to be done. Okay, I mean, I've worked for both Republicans and Democrats. I don't, you know, I, there are issues I won't do because I have my own principles and things. But the bottom line, you know how to play the political game, how to get the job done, how you negotiate, what the chess game is. Because the bottom line, the fact, if you don't do that, you don't get anything in Lansing. Okay, as a matter of fact, many of the Democrats cut their own deal with the Republicans because anything that the Democrats wanted a rep or a senator, Gretchen wasn't getting into the budget, so they went around her and says. Give, will you work with me? Fine. So you got a lot of things happening in Southeast Michigan or Detroit that had nothing to do with Gretchen and what she proposed in the budget. Well, let me ask this then. How, how would you do it properly? I, I've spent some nights thinking about it, talking to a few people, including yourself, Ed. Um, would it be something like this? Okay, you came up with a budget, an unrealistic budget. You dumped it on the Republicans and did no follow-up. That what you really Correct. want, okay, what you really want to do is while you're drafting your executive budget, you want to have some talks. You want to want to get to some some manageable place. But she yeah. didn't do that. She gave them an outrageous budget and then never reached back out to find out what they were doing. So they starved her to the end and wrote their own budget and peeled away Democrats, correct? 
That's what. That's correct. Okay. So what she could have done is basically had some adults, had some lunches, had some coffees, had a few meetings, had a few, you know, accounting meetings, and arrive at something. Yes. Well, uh, here's a perfect case of like this. There's a lot of times when Governor Anger was trying to get things through the Senate or through as as governor. Okay, and he knew that some of these some of these would be very tough. Okay, and so if you, for example, the best you know the biggest amount of money that was going increasing education or assisting was basically under Governor Angler because he knew he needed the Michigan Education Association and teachers to move a lot of things through the legislature. So, bottom line, Anger would sit down with. People that typically would be opposing him saying, okay, let's work together. Here's what I want. What do you want so I can get my agenda done? (sighs) You have to work both sides of the aisle. That's what she ran on, though. She talked about that during her campaign. That but I've she been, don't have that kind of experience. I understand she have that, that kind of experience. But now it's coming in light. No, nor does she have that kind of public persona because the way she's conducting herself is they did it and it's not my fault. And then they got Gilchrist running around saying it's not my fault and they went on vacation and you knew they were were going on vacation and you knew that forty five cents wasn't going to work. You knew that. And then well, what the other, you. The other, the other, Right. The other thing you got to understand is the fact is, Kara, you probably know this a lot more because of your experience in and around Detroit, okay? Uh, She was given her, basically given her state house and state senate seats, okay? That was a gift. She didn't have to work for those, okay? Mm. Uh, She didn't have much of a challenge in the the primaries other than she came close. But the bottom line is when you look at what happened, you know, you've done a lot of stuff in in Detroit. In Detroit, you're working with both parties, pro and con. People are conservative liberal, okay? you got to fight for things. She's never been in that position. Well, and it's showing. You don't work with yeah, both parties, is. by the way. You know, it's a, it's a one-party machine town, which is our problem. But that's what's interesting about 8 Mile and Oakland County and its shift. And then, of course, Macomb County. And those are, you know, basically blue-collar Republicans. It's very interesting. But but, but you still understand in the end, despite what you think about the, all the 8 Mile border, on occasion, when things get tough, they all get together and get something done. <laughs> Yeah, but politics is a give and take. I think anybody that uh, is in politics or has even had their toe in politics understands that. But like Ed said, knowing how to do it is a whole different ballgame. Absolutely. And, you know, and it, being successful and, at it. And setting yourself up, you know, to give. Right. But, you know, right. you you got to present it like. Well, it's chess, not checkers. My God. Like, right. hey, Ed, last thing here, brother. Like, 45 cents. When you come out as a Democrat and you say, tax the people. 45 cents. In your opinion, sir, you've left yourself z- zero margin as a Democrat. I, I uh, submit well, well, to you. Well, first of all, I've raised taxes. I've, uh, I, I do a lot of millage work. The bottom line is she could have got her 45 cents, but she had to have the public say we want the 45 cents. She said this is what I want you to do versus what do you want us to do to get the roads fixed. She, she turned she put the cart before the horse. When I pass millages and bonds, I get people to say, Raise my taxes because we got to get this done. She never got the public to say we had no other option but fixing the roads. Okay, she never got from that. She never educated them to put pressure on her to do it. She she took the pressure and she did it all wrong. Remember how we got John Engler at ninety seven to raise the road taxes because the fact this chamber says, John Engler, we're going to show you in a pothole that you won't fix. Huh. Well, again, I mean. As a Democrat, I think you want to ask business to pick up a bit of this, right? Because business has been. Well, they would have. They would have. I think they would have, too. If everybody else was going to tax the lotto, right? Forget the pensioners cut. I know that hurts, but that's a graded tax anyway. Basically, when I was doing some lobby work back in uh, back. uh, Oh, we're wonking out. We're wonking out, Ed. 
Sorry, go ahead. But, uh, the bottom line of facts is we were trying to get something done uh, that we thought was needed around education purposes. We reached out to the business community. We sat down with them in private rooms, and we cut a deal, okay? Yeah. They said, okay, what's the money going to be for? What's the money going to be used for? And once we unmade, they understood what the money before. It says, "Okay, go ahead and tax us." We made, we brought them to the table and said, "Here's what we're going to do with it." They said, "Oh, okay, we're cool. We may not be openly aggressive, openly say jumping on board initially, but we'll support you." Okay, she didn't do that. But she also made promises that the tax cuts from uh, Engler that she wasn't going to, you know, she was making, she was making promises during the campaign on both sides, you know, businesses. I mean, those, those, those promises that were conflicting, like you couldn't keep both sets of promises. Well, you, well, the bottom line, the fact is because you got to understand in today's media market, you know, more than anybody else, everything, everything's written down, remembered. Okay. It's, it's, there's no no such thing as short-term memory because it's there permanently. And, uh, no, the Republicans, the day after the election, they said, here's what we're going to do with the Gretchen, and they've done it. Okay. So, listen, we don't want to run long, but um, you're a very valuable member of this team, and we appreciate it. Uh, real quick, lightning round, then we're going to let you go. Okay, ready? Will okay. Whitmer be reelected in three years? Well, right now I'm hearing talk of people maybe running against her in the primary already. Oh, okay, that's news. Will... Trump be impeached? I think impeachment most likely doesn't mean he'll be removed, but impeachment is more than 50% a go right now. Will Mike Duggan be indicted? Uh, that depends on, well, I know things that no one else knows. It depends on what, what the legal, the feds decide who they want to punish along with Mike Duggan. Hmm. Wow. We can come back to that one. Um, Will the Lions make the playoffs? Uh, you think he's the likely. Wizard of Oz? <laughs> Please. The Oz is speaking. Will the Lions make the playoffs? Lions, I don't see that right now. It's not in their future. <laughs> and finally, will Representative Sherry be able to fill in her hole? Uh, what hole? <laughs> that used to be her house. That's your exit, oh. Ed. <laughs> Come on down, dude. There's a lot you don't know. Okay. All right, Ed, thanks which, for thanks. Okay. Thanks. What were you gonna say? You got the last word. Okay, take care. It was fun chatting. Yeah, thanks, dude. That's very insightful. All right, I'm gonna call you about that Duggan thing. Thank you. All right, well, that's another show. That's what do you what think? I hear about? What's it? Oh my God, you hear? He does know a lot about Tennessee. That's what I want to hear I'm about. I'm surprised you Oh, yeah. It's, but uh, but yeah. woven throughout every conversation today is a lack of accountability on the part of people who should be providing oversight in a whole hey, lot of areas. Amen. I mean, people... They're getting away with I it. I understand, it's, but they're getting away with it for a reason, and that, that's what people need to pay attention to. Why? Why is it so easy? Why? Some of it's massive, and yeah. some of it's too bit. Yeah, but, you know, it, but it can't be both ways. And so, you know, you've got people getting away with murder, and then you've got people that are being held to the carpet, you know, for pennies. And those are the people that can't, you know, people whose water is being shut off. Those and let, kinds let's of go back around. There's people okay. getting away with murder and people lying about how many people are getting murdered and getting away with it. That's how we began this. Right. You know, right? It's all about money. It's all about media. It's about perception. It, and all that shit just reflects how we're living. Or not. I just hope that y'all enjoyed this one hour and 17 minutes. This is what you really needed to know. We felt down here. And we'll come back to you next week. And I hope this week you find a way 
Get your groove on. Love each other a little bit. I said, 